The following podcast was improvised without a script. Radio 680, the voice of Syracuse. Hi, everyone. We're back again with Who Knew? This is Joyce. And this is Gail. So today on Who Knew, we're going to talk about um, something that, you know, is difficult. It's difficult to talk about. What we're talking about today is accidental shoplifting. 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 Yeah. Shoplifting. You know, how many people just, you know, you're you're standing in line waiting to check out at the register and you don't realize you've got something with you. You've got a box of vanilla wafers under your arm and you, you know, you're tracing. Mm -hmm. Your kids are running around. Your Mm -hmm. phone is ringing. You see your neighbor from church and you just start start talking. Oh, you start talking about church. Isn't it right? And you've got things tucked in every which way. I mean, (laughs) I have gone through the store and tucked some stuff in some places. Let me tell you. (laughs) My pockets, my socks. I mean, I I just totally forgot about it. You know what? One time I had a fanny pack. Uh, this is this is quite funny, I still actually. I, I, I love my fanny, fanny pack. I'm so they're coming oh, back. They're no, coming I wear, back. I, I see. What do they call them? Um, like the hipsters. Yeah. Hipsters. I they're wearing some, them. What they call them? I think they um, still do. Um, I get some funny looks, but you know what? I don't care. Well, I, just, I was I actually, care. I had filled mine because we were going to the park and I had filled it with fruit snacks for my kids. Mm-hmm. But I had run out of room. And so I had uh, picked up some prescription drugs um, and I stuffed them right in my fanny pack with all the fruit snacks. Oh my goodness. And just those are easy to forget. Just don't yeah. slip my yeah. mind. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. It is a moral dilemma, isn't yeah. it? I mean, yeah. it's that's got to keep people awake at night. I yeah. mean, I can only imagine you get home and you open your fanny pack and there's these drugs and you're like, <gasps> so we have with us today the manager from the Target. Um, so welcome. Thank you for being here. Um, it's, it's very nice to be on the show today. Go ahead and introduce yourself because let me tell you to our listening crowd, you're like a celebrity because the Target is so, like so oh. nervous. Oh, yeah. That's nice. That's I nice. mean, yeah. you're basically our president. Uh, that's, that's nice of you to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, uh, my name is uh, Steve Johnson. I've been the uh, manager at Target for about eight months now. I mm-hmm. uh, was assistant manager for three months and then was promoted to manager about, uh, oh my gosh. About, about, oh, I guess, uh, you must months, be really good at your job. Steve. Yeah, thank you. Thank wow. you. It's, it's, it's a fine corporation. Uh, good benefits. Uh, it looks so good in red. Thank, I do you. have to say, I'm thank glad you, you wore that much. today. You know, they, they yeah. provide those for us. They oh. just go ahead and give them to now us. Now, is it just one or do you have No, they, they, they get five. There's one oh. for Monday yep, and then there's yep. one for Tuesday. Steve. And there's one for oh, Wednesday. Okay. They must put a lot of trust in you. Yeah. That's really wonderful. Only only three pair of khakis, though. You have to reuse oh, the khakis Okay. So, Steve, um... We were just talking about, uh, you know, we talk about some difficult topics here mm-hmm. on the show, and we're, mm-hmm. and we're kind of examining um, accidental. accidental. And again, I feel like every emphasis time on accidental. on the accidental, right. we're not talking right. about um, theft right. uh, by any stretch. No, but no, this is something we're familiar with yeah, at uh, right. Target Corporation. Um, how do you feel, like, as a manager? I mean, this would come down pretty heavily on you if someone right. were to say, like, run out with some stuff in their fanny mm-hmm. pack and, um, and just forget, or Nilla wafers, or... You know, it's not something that I would want uh, broadcast uh, across the city at all. Um, so, just between the three of us. Of course, um, of course. We don't really uh, pay that close attention to accidental oh. shoplifters. I mean, it, it happens, and we actually account for it. Uh, we can probably 
spare about $4,500 of accidental shoplifting oh, every day. Every day. Uh, we expect wow. it, and so we, we work it into our budget. So with that information, gosh, that's alarming, isn't it? You could probably take a TV out the front door. I was door, going really. to ask I, Steve. And, and, oh, my gosh. I, I was just thinking the same <gasps> thing. Oh my gosh, walk He's off like walking a, off with an air conditioner. Air oh, my gosh, you're reading my mind. Steve. It's so hot. What is the largest, most expensive thing that you have seen someone accidentally of course uh, shoplift uh there is a whirlpool refrigerator Stop. that we were selling yeah. I, can see, um, I, I, you know, I can see that you just have I, it on strapped to your back well, and you forget and they make those yeah. yoga pants now that stretch out a lot yeah. right uh, right and you can uh, pretty much if you if you get behind it in just the right way yeah. you can you can kind of cover up just, the whole front. i can see that and yeah. you know and most of our uh, most of our part-time employees probably wouldn't notice you walking out with a whirlpool refrigerator mm-hmm. in your pants right you would you be more or less inclined to um, press charges, say, against someone based on um, how attractive you found them? Um, Good you know, question. Uh, yeah, yeah, I no, know, so, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I, I, thought so I hadn't really thought that through, but I think that, I think it's fair to say uh, that the the hotter the thief, the less likely that I would. Uh, no, again, no no offense to my wife, but what I about see. if it if it you thought maybe it was like a slam dunk package deal? You know what I'm saying? Uh, if I if I understood that maybe something was going to happen, uh, you know, maybe a little later, maybe down there at the old uh, the hotel on the on the corner there the the oh. screw and leave oh. you know the you can stay there for an hour and then leave the screw and leave <laughs> motel um then, you know that's funny i never realized that's what it meant i, I thought it was a kind of a tree or I something like the screw and leaf yeah. you know sounds, like sounds yeah. scandinavian doesn't it? Yeah. Totally. i thought you were like screw and leaf. To put like your furniture one, together when you got in the room word, yeah. you go to bed. <laughs> no. it's like the ikea of yeah. Yeah. hotels i love of, this a lot of people make that mistake but actually it's for um screwing and leaving well, who knew? Uh, who knew? Who knew? Oh my goodness! So much today. So we I could get away with a job. lot. I mean, if we wanted to do that, it, not by that we, we would, you by, mean other well, people who are else yeah, who maxed out accidentally? Right, you know, right. right. You'll, be, you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be or fine. you know, it's just the end of the month, and you're just cutting it a I little close. Really? Oh gosh, mm-hmm. it's the worst. But you always pay it forward. You go to church and you know throw a little extra right. in the bucket, and then you That's feel right. better about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Well, Joyce. I feel like we did a lot of good today. We did. Yeah, we did. We We informed a lot of people. I feel good about myself. How about you? And we informed informed ourselves. You know, who knew? Radio 680. This is Point Other Point. I am your host, Howard K. Burns. Today, with us. Celeste O'Brien Higginbottom. She is the assistant professor of linguistics at Syracuse Community College. And on microphone two, Professor Hal McGowan from South Syracuse Technical School. Uh, Welcome to Point Other Point. It's nice to be here. I'd like to point out that South Syracuse Technical School is called the South Syracuse Technical School because technically it's a school. It has a playground. Uh, today, the hot topic is word pronunciation. Now, this is something that uh, gets into regional debates, and sometimes uh, families get get enraged with each other, and you move to a different state, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, soda is pop, and pop is soda. Uh, but let's begin with an easy one. Uh, Professor O'Brien Higginbottom, if I go to a store, and I have a piece of paper in my hand and that it, it that piece of paper gets me a dollar off a dozen eggs 
What is that piece of paper called? Howard, you are referring to a coupon. A coupon. What did she just say? She, I did not recognize that word. Uh, I know what you're talking about, though, sir. If you take a piece of paper to a grocery store and get a dollar off, let's say, some pork rinds, right. you have yourself there a coupon. I have never heard anything so ridiculous in all my life. It the is coupon, and that's the way I've said it since uh, my mama taught me how to say coupon. Well, I, th- there's, a, there's an unusual ent- entomolo- etymology. What do you call it when you study words? Uh, etymology. Linguistics. Sure, let's go with that one. Metaphorology syntax. Right. Endanger languages. Uh-huh. Uh, coupon does sound like a throwback to the Reconstruction era post-Civil War, Professor. Yes, I would say it goes back even further. Have you ever heard of a little uh, tumble called the War of 1812? Yes, I'm familiar with the War of 1812, Professor. Good. Uh, Moving on, Professor McGowan. Yes, sir? uh, If I were to go to a building, a building that has many books in it, and I were to check out a book to take home and read, like maybe a dictionary that has pronunciations in it, uh, what would that building that encompasses all those books be called in your parlance? Uh, Barnes and Noble. Yes, but uh, no, this is a place where the books don't cost anything. Oh, gotcha! The yes. dumpster behind. No, the no, no. That's the, it, it's not the dumpster. But no, this is a this is a community building uh, where you go and you you take a book home, and when you're done, you bring it back for another to uh, also check out. What would you call that building? Oh, you're talking about the library. The library. <laughs> I, I must take issue with this. I, I find this very interesting because very often the places that would say something like coupon are more, more inclined to say something like library. Yeah, how'd you manage to get yes, library yes, right? I'm, I'm, this is curious. Well, I, I take offense to that, sir. We here at the South Syracuse yeah, Technical right. School. Right, it's, it's technically, technically a, school. a school. Yes. We have ourselves in that said school a library. Yeah, I understand that, but you you so blatantly mispronounced coupon that I'm curious how I'm sorry, you. Got, I don't. I did not catch that word. I said you so blatantly mispronounced coupon that I, you. I'm still still not catching that word. Co- there, coup, the little piece of paper that has all of the the savings on it. Oh, the coupon. Yes. Let's move on. Uh, I'm thinking now of. The issue that happened uh, in the Manhattan Project uh, with the uh, in World War II, they were trying to build a weapon that would explode really, really big. Uh, and that that kind of bomb is called a what kind of bomb? Well, this is really so simple and such a huge issue of contention. But the pronunciation is nuclear. Nuclear. Yes, it is nuclear. Yes. Did, did Was that right? Is, yes, that, I've never heard that word before. We've not heard nuclear. I'm not surprised no, at all. No, we we say down here at the Syracuse Technical School, which is technically, technically a, a school, school. We have a cafeteria and a library. Mm-hmm. We say nuclear. Nuclear. Now that's 
very interesting because I can honestly say I have never heard that pronunciation Nuclear. before. Yes. How, how does a civilized society ever communicate with such a, a disparate, a, 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 such a disparity in the pronunciation of I words? I don't know, Howard. I, I must confess that I, I don't know how I would fare down in southern Syracuse. I just don't know how that I could possibly communicate with anyone down there based on what I'm hearing. Well, tell you what, I'd love to invite you uh, down to one of our BBQs. I'm sorry, what was that again? <laughs> one of our BBQs. When on earth do you do it? One of those. Yeah, have uh, meats on the grill. Oh. Talking about a barbecue. What's that now? I say you're talking about a barbecue. Well, that sounds like a place you go to get a haircut. Should there be uh, really, I mean, do you think that South Syracuse should just leave the rest of Syracuse? You know, obviously, you're speaking another language down there. Well, let's just say um, you guys got some good pork rinds up there. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> well so I, I can't argue with that. Syracuse you're, you're is known for pork rinds. Mm-hmm. Polly's Pork Rinds down on Market Avenue is one of They're the delicious. better ones. A great sponsor I, yeah. of oh, our yeah, show. She does yes. a good job. I use yeah. my coupons there. Yes, they have coupons. Yeah, what, you do what now? I say they have coupons in the, in the paper every week. Uh, you lost me. Okay. Uh, Professor McGowan and Professor O'Brien Higginbottom, we appreciate both of you being here on Point other point and we will resume this conversation later down the road thank you later tonight on radio 680 the latest adventures of elliot Steele, gunshot gumshoe when time is tight remember the screw and leave downtown syracuse most romantic motel here's someone now from the who has just stayed at the screw and leave uh, I I was told that this was going uh, uh, to... At the Screw and Leave, you can stay for one hour, two hours, or the very ambitious four hours. Ma'am, how was the four hours? Exhausting. <laughs> uh, but it's I, I love it here. It's um, very affordable, and they also have a, um, a free buffet. That's right. Every Sunday, it's the Screw and Leave Sunday Buffet. Here's our head chef, Wayne. Uh, Try the frittata early in the day. Wayne is proud of the frittata, kept warm all day for you by a heat lamp. Ma'am, were you surprised to find out that uh, most tenants here at the Screw and Leave don't stay for the entire night? I was surprised, but pleasantly surprised. I had a wonderful brunch meal. I met someone I'd never met before, and after four hours, he was gone. That's one of the benefits of the Screw and Leave. Make a new friend, but for a short time. The Screw and Leave. Online at screwandleave.org.uk.mu. The Screw and Leave. Syracuse's most romantic motel. How to Live Your Life with Dr. Helen. Call in with your questions and find a solution to your problems. Now, from Radio 680, Dr. Helen. Hello, everybody, and welcome back for another installment of Dr. Helen Saves the World. Remember, your life is my life, so if you've got something that's bothering you, and don't we all, don't forget to call in, and maybe you can be featured on an upcoming episode. Today, I am joined by someone who is new to our country. Caller, are you there? Hello? Hello, how are you? I'm good. Do you need me to speak slowly? No, I just 
Louder. Louder. Okay, I can do loud. And caller, would you tell everybody your name, please? Henry. Henry. Henry, it is so nice to have you here. And by here, I mean on the show and also in our country. Welcome. So uh, tell me a little bit about, first of all, why in God's name you would choose to come here. I love America. Of course you do. We all do. You probably came with a knapsack full of dreams and you placed him down here in Syracuse. And what happened, bud? I'm lost. You're lost. Um, existentially or physically lost? I, I am in America. You are, yes. And you're so proud and so lovely. Um, have you found any employment? I like hamburgers. Mm, so maybe a, a local fast food establishment might be, uh, might be the place for you. Okay. Okay. Henry, I'll tell you what. I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to get some information from our manager um, offline. And then I'm going to come back to you. And we're going to talk about some of your options here uh, in this great, great country. And while you're on hold, I'm going to shoot it out to another caller. Caller, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Well, hello. It is I, Dr. Helen. But of course, you knew that because you called in. Uh Remember, your life is my life, and I want to make your life wonderful. So tell us a little bit about yourself, caller. Well, my name is Kathy, Hi, Kathy. and um, I'm a manager of a, a local restaurant, and I am just so sick of everybody um, that is working there. Um, mm -hmm. It is so hard to find good help. Everyone is so disrespectful. Um, everyone's lazy. I'm just, I, I feel like I want to either fire them all or punch them all in the face. And I, I, I don't feel bad about that. Okay, hey, so Kathy, mm. the Pepsi machine isn't Pepsiing right now. Well, fix it. I don't, I don't want You've to. been trained 27 times. Oh, stupid. Oh, Kathy, you know see, what you... I mean, just yeah. worthless. You have a problem. And you do. And I, I, I see, like, right now, I'm just, I'm very angry. And I, I, I just want to strangle that guy. Mm -hmm. And, um... Hey, Kathy! <sighs> we, we don't have any quarters in the cash register. Well, use dimes and nickels. Ugh! Okay, Kathy, listen, I'm going to need some information from you, and I'm going to need it fast. Uh -huh. right Kathy! Now the busboy took my tip again. Well, go steal it from him then. I don't mm, care. Fine. Kathy! Somebody made a mess in the bathroom! Hey, Kathy, here's what I want you to do, because I'm about to lose my mind, and I've only had to deal with this for two and a half mm -hmm. minutes. I want yeah. you to shout as loudly as you can. Not into the phone, please, for our listeners. But I want you to tell every... Yahoo in that place, they're fired. Do it. It's going to feel so good. Tell them. Are you sure? I want you to do this. I, Kathy, 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 do you trust me? Kathy. I do trust okay. you. I Tell them they're fired. Repeat after me. Mm -hmm. Hey, Yahoo's. Hey, Yahoo's. You're fired. What? You're fired. I want you to leave right now. I want you to leave right now. I want you to stop complaining about Pepsi. I want you to stop complaining about Pepsi. And what coinage. Pepsi? And coinage. Then tips. And tips. Come and on. Go find a job somewhere else. Go find a job somewhere else. Because this is Kathy's world. This is Kathy's world. Fine, I quit then. I call the shots here. You can't quit. I fired no, you. You can't hire me. Kick him out, Kathy. Get out of here. No, I'll call the cops. I found a mouse in the soup. Yeah, good. Take it with you. You can eat it. It's your last meal with us. Kathy, are you there? I'm here. I've never been so proud in my life. Do you know what you did? 
You just womaned up. How, really? did, how did it feel? It felt pretty good. Now, hang on just one second, uh, Kathy, because I'm about to change your world. Oh, my God. Uh, Henry, are you there? Hi. Kathy, I'd like you to meet Henry. Henry just moved to Syracuse. Wow. He lives Boy. at the bus station. God bless America. He came here with 10, I don't even know that you'd call them dollars. But you know what else he came here with, Kathy? He came here with a dream to find a place to work, to find someone to love, to find somebody to respect, to find a Pepsi machine that works. And I'm telling you right now, something brought you to here today. God bless America, land that I love. Kathy, who is not going to want to step into your restaurant and hear the singing waiter from Kazakhstan? Stand beside her and guide her. I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm sorry. I know. I know. I, I don't know any more words. <laughs> Kathy, if I was there with you, I would give you a hug because sometimes, sometimes it has to get dark before Kazakhstan shines its light. Okay. Henry? Henry? Yes. Would you like to come work for me? Yes. Listeners, I want you to know that today you witnessed someone coming to this country and finding their Kathy and starting their life in a restaurant that serves hamburgers. I like hamburgers. And if Henry can make it here, by God, we can make it through today. Now, I want you to remember your life, Henry's life, Kathy's life. They're all our lives. I'm going to put you two in contact offline. Um, I feel like that there's nothing else to say today except God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. We'll see you next time. Live from the Radio 680 Broadcasting Headquarters, the news with Stan Wackerman. Gridlock downtown is a lone turkey took residence at the intersection of 178th Street and Monroe Avenue. The turkey, who's been dubbed Tom, has kept four traffic cops at bay. More on this story as it develops, but first... Scandal rocks the mayor's office as Mayor Linda Applegate is found to have an unregistered boat. Reporter Lance Tommen has this exclusive interview with irate councilman Ted Norman. Thank you very much, Stan. Lance Tomlin on the scene, speaking with Councilman Ted Norman. Councilman Norman, you seem to be very terribly upset about this unregistered boat that Mayor Applegate has. The mayor should know better than to have an unregistered boat. She knows about flotation devices. Uh, I think she already has a couple of them on her person. Stan, I had the opportunity to speak with Mayor Applegate earlier. She had this to say. I have just about had it with Councilman Norman because we all know 
that this is as much about boats as it is about his hairline. Mayor Applegate, do you feel, though, that uh, Councilman Norman is overstepping his constitutional bounds by requiring? You know, Councilman Norman wouldn't know a constitutional bound if it walked up and pushed his hairline any further back on his head. The people of Syracuse are mixed on this. This is what one person on the street had to say. Uh, Must be nice having a boat. Live from downtown Syracuse, I'm Lance Talman reporting. Thanks, Lance, for keeping us all afloat of what's happening in this story. And now, moving on to this weekend's 148th annual Syracuse Pumpkin Shoot. Organizer Tilly Westencock is optimistic about turnout. We are so excited. All of our shoots are ready. They're all greased up and ready to go. We have all kinds of activities. (laughs) We have all kinds of activities for the kiddos, too. Um, If they don't like the pumpkin shoot, they could always do the uh, pumpkin toss or the pumpkin roll or the pumpkin 4K. Um, It's going to be a beautiful day. Um, Just maybe a little bit of rain, um, possible flooding, but we are moving ahead, weather permitting uh, or not. Um, So we look forward to seeing everyone there. Well, I guess we'd all have to be out of our gourd to miss that one. And now, to talk about this weekend's Women's Roller Derby Regional Championship and how our very own Syracuse Scarlets fared, here's Jack Jumpy Tomlinson. Thank you, Stan. This past weekend, our very own Syracuse Scarlets participated in the Roller Derby Regional Championships, coming in a very close fourth place. With uh, more on the subject, here is the manager of the Scarlets, Tony Pounder. Thanks, Jumpy. It's great to be here. What happened this past weekend? Give me some specifics. Where could it have gone better? Well, you know, I have to start by saying I'm really proud of my girls, even though we came in fourth. Um, That's that's a little disappointing. We've worked really hard all season, but, uh, you know, some of the other teams, they uh, just really like to cheat. And, uh, you know, the refs were obviously biased against our team. And, uh, you know, there are just some really bad calls out there. So what you're saying is it isn't your fault, but simply everybody else's? Uh, Pretty much, yeah. And is there a status with your star jammer, Crystal Bomb? I know uh, there was some controversy regarding uh, her elbows and uh, some well-placed uh, spots on other people's bodies. Um, I know that there was some con- uh, controversy, some rumors about um, her um, uh, putting um, like items in her elbow pads uh, so they'd be sharper and heavier and causing more damage. I mean, there were a few broken bones. Um uh, some you know concussions, but uh, you know, but she's just a powerful player. I, I don't know what else to say about that. Now, Stan, we actually went to the Star Jammer Crystal Bomb, and she had these words to say on the controversy. You know, listen, I'm real sick and I'm real tired of strong women being accused of stuff. That just ain't true, man. You know, it just ain't true. What I'm hearing is that you did not load up your elbow pads to inflict maximum damage and try to uh, literally kill people on the roller derby uh, track. Uh, I mean, if that's what you're hearing, yeah, sure. Well, Stan, that's exactly why they got fourth place, cheating and trying to eviscerate their opponents. Back to you, Stan. Good job, Jumpy. Stay away from them girls, though. They're mean ones. And now, a 100% chance of a weather report. Here's weather girl Mitzi. 
Thank you, Stan. Hey, everybody. It's me, Mitzi, and it's my favorite time of year for weather. Today, I'm actually going to give you a little report on the week because um, y'all need that. But I'm also going to tell you what you might want to take with you this week. It's that time of year when you're not going to know what the weather's going to do from one minute to the next. So here's what you're going to need this week if you want to be successfully prepared for the weather. I want you to pack a bag. And in it, I want you to have some flip-flops, some snow boots, some rain boots, a sweater, a vest, a t-shirt. A crop top, a tank top, some sunscreen, some sunglasses, a wide-brimmed hat, a bucket, some false teeth, an extra charger for your cell phone, and a candle to keep in your car. <laughs> Basically, the bottom line with weather this week as is everything right now in our world. I want you to be prepared for anything. Hot, cold, rain, wet, dry, wind, no wind. Um, minute to minute, you just be prepared. The immediate forecast for this afternoon is questionable. Okay, Stan, back to you. I'm Stan Wackerman, the man who knew the news before it was known to be news. Winner of the 1987 Peabody Award for Broadcast Excellence. This has been The News with Stan Wackerman. Radio 680. The voice of Syracuse. The city has a thousand stories. Backstabbers. Two faces. Hyundai drivers. In the space between lawlessness and righteousness comes one man who has his own rule book. Elliot Steele. Gunshot Gumshoe. Tonight's episode Chicken Tastes Like Chicken. When we last left Elliot, he was hunting down the murderer of Judge O'Grady and about to confront Tony Garbanzo, notorious criminal bad guy and head of the Garbanzo gang. Well, it looks like we meet again, Tony Garbanzo, notorious criminal bad guy and head of the Garbanzo gang. Uh, it isn't Elliot Steele, the shortest detective in all of Sterling Heights. I'm 5'3", and I can adequately reach all the items I need on the second-to-top shelf at the grocery store. And Garbanzo, your beans are cooked. Not so fast, Steele. We're not alone. I think you remember Wishbone, Turtleneck, Twelve Toes, Skillet Face, Mappo, and Steve. That's right. My Garbanzo gang! And they all have guns! What? Seriously? Again? We talked about this last night. Sorry. My Garbanzo gang! And five out of six of them have guns! And that's more than enough to silence Mr. Steele. Just like you silenced Judge O'Grady? I don't know what you're talking about, Steele. I was nowhere near the place O'Grady got five slugs in the gut because Steve forgot his gun at 11.20 tonight outside of Titalini's bar. I got an alibi. Yeah? Yeah. I was with my girl. Come on out, baby. Tina. How you know? Oh, that's right. You and Tina already know each other. What was it, Steele? Six years ago? A Saturday? St. Mary's Church? The handsome gumshoe groom was there, but the bride got cold feet. Or maybe she got hot beans? Right, Mrs. Tina Garbanzo? <laughs> so it was you who took her. Why'd you do it, Tina? Wasn't nothing personal, doll. 
I'll never forget that day. You left me cold, incapable of ever loving again, and my fly was down and nobody said anything. And now Tina can finally give you the formal goodbye you never got. Aw, I ain't got nothing formal. Why didn't you tell me, Tony? All I got is this low-cut cocktail dress. Would you just go wait over there? Mr. Steele and I have to do a little business. Business too? It's after hours. I didn't bring the ledger book. I don't have yesterday's receipt entered. It's payroll week, you know. Would you just clamp it? Is this the end for Elliot Steele? Will Lieutenant Polanski come and save him? And why are the tags still on Tina's cocktail dress? Tune in next time when we hear Garbanzo say... Oh, Tina, this cigar ain't gonna light itself. You ain't got no cigar... Oh... Next time on Elliot Steele Gumshot Gumshoe. Radio 680 now concludes another broadcasting day. Today's programming was improvised by the cast of the Portuguese Rodeo Clown Company. Mark C. Holden, Johnny Molson, Patrick Russell, Mary-Kate Smith, and Mary Young. Radio 680 broadcasts in the public interest from a transmitter located in Syracuse, USA, with a license granted under the authority of the Federal Podcasting Commission. Any resemblance to an actual radio station is remarkable. Please subscribe to this podcast and leave a big fat five-star review. No portion of this program may be rebroadcast without express written consent from the Commissioner of Major League Baseball. Our internet home is Radio680.com.